You are listening to the Blood on the Tracks podcast, an exploration and celebration of film soundtracks and scores. Hello and welcome to Blood on the Tracks, an exploration and celebration of film soundtracks and scores. I'm your host, Lee Russell, and this is episode 25. And this is going to be part one of a three-part look into Canadian horror films. So we're going to be looking at the soundtracks and scores for Canadian horror, Canadian-made horror films. There is going to be some leeway here because, as of course most people probably know, they had the Canadian Tax Shelter, which allowed for a lot of outside producers and entities to make their movies in Canada and write off the majority of the costs, if not all of it, and then they could make basically make their money back. Uh, they, they could uh, sell the movie for cheap, and even if it didn't do well, they'd get their money back. So, although a lot of this stuff is going to be definitely Canadian when you think about it, like David Cronenberg. He's going to show up a lot on this list. There's going to be productions from other countries, but they have to at least feature some Canadian talent in key areas in the film. So, you know, like producers, directors, actors, uh, something that makes the film uniquely Canadian to some extent. So we're going to look at a lot of stuff. This time out, though, we're going to be keeping it down to three films and four tracks and if you're asking yourself how we're going to do that we are going to use suites instead of just single tracks from most soundtracks how they're done we're going to have soundtracks on featured on this one that are all suites so collections of smaller pieces put together might have a few suites here and there in the next two parts as well but we're exclusively on suites this time out and the first half of the show is going to be all from one film, and it's going to be Black Christmas from 1974, directed by Bob Clark, who was an American, but it was a Canadian-made film, Canadian locations, a lot of Canadian talent behind the scenes and on screen. And we're going to look at that. It's going to be Silent Night and Evil Night, basically the two, the only two tracks for the release soundtrack of this film. And it's a collection of not only the music, but some sound bites as well from the film. So like the, the creepy phone calls from the killer. Hey Agnes, it's me, Billy. And things like that. Uh, all that creepy shit. And yes, Black Christmas, widely regarded by a lot of people as one of the first real slashers, you know, sort of the bridging the gap between proto-slasher and what we come to think of slasher films today. Big influence on Halloween, in a way kicked off the sort of holiday slasher films. Uh, there were two other sort of slasher films from 1972 that are more like holiday slashers, maybe the first ones. Um, but maybe they fall into the proto-slasher too, who knows. Home for the Holidays and Silent Night, Bloody Night from 1972. But when people think of sort of holiday slasher films, Black Christmas and Halloween are the ones people think about. And I think rightly so, because they're classics. So we're going to look into these two tracks. It's going to take us to the midpoint, and we're going to come back with the second half of the show. Billy. 
gonna fetch a rabbit skin to wrap his baby
Godly warlock. Broadcasting from the cursed earth, the psycho semanticast. Let us face without panic the reality of our time. The fact that atom bombs may someday be dropped on our cities. And let us prepare for survival by understanding the weapon that threatens us. To have a, uh, an ignorant, uh, thin-skinned megalomaniac uh, who sends off uh, you know, Twitters at 3 a.m. if somebody angered him. Neo-Nazis turning up in Washington, D.C. to have a rally saying, Heil Trump. We talk about politics. I knew I couldn't trust you corporate greaseballs. We talk about movies. You can't come down here and arrest people just because of what they look like. Are you crazy? But that's police harassment. We talk about political movies. We're in trouble. The whole world's in trouble. They're all around us and we never knew it. You can only see them with these special glasses. The Psycho Semanticast. Looking for something different in your podcast library? Then why not check out the podcast Under the Stairs? I'm the host, Duncan McLeish, and joining me each week will be a special guest as we examine some classic, old-school horror favourites, as well as some modern classics. That's not to say that we don't tackle some of the, let's say, more questionable entries into the horror genre. And if all that wasn't enough, we have a subset of shows called Baz V Horror, where our horror novice, The Baz, tackles horror in all shapes and forms. To see who will come out victorious. So what are you waiting for? The show can be found at podcastunderthestairs.wordpress.com and on Stitcher and iTunes. The Podcast Under The Stairs is a proud member of Legion Podcast Network. This is Duncan McLeish from Under The Stairs, signing off. back for the second half of the show now i realize i forgot to actually credit who did the soundtrack for black christmas in the first half of the show that would be carl zitterer sorry carl if you're still alive i don't know if you are or not and i'm sorry if i didn't do the proper research fuck me but moving on second half of the show here And we have two movies, and we have two suites to go along with those movies. So, first off, we're going to look at a bonafide Canadian horror classic, and just a horror classic in general. This would be David Cronenberg's The Brood from 1979, and we have The Shape of Rage, done by Howard Shore. And, yeah, The Brood is just disturbing as shit. 
Samantha Egger uh, giving birth to rage babies that grow into these little mutant children uh, that at one point kill a poor teacher with mallets while the other kids in the class look on in horror. It should be goddamn ridiculous, but it's not. It's incredibly disturbing. And then it just gets more disturbing as later on we get into Samantha Egger with her placenta coming out of her body, giving birth to more of these things, and depending on what version of this you watch, her licking the blood off of one of her rage babies, like, you know, an animal would lick the blood off of one of its uh, newborns. Yeah, not cool. Then we're going to move on to Bleeding Hearts Still Beating Sweet from My Bloody Valentine from Paul Zezza, and this is a film that was filmed in my home province of Nova Scotia, uh, around the Sydney Mines area in Cape Breton. And so, yeah, it's one of the more original slasher films to come out of that period. I think it's pretty goddamn good. And just having the killer be in a in a gas mask like that is just super cool and striking. It's got all... All the good slasher things going for it. Uh, Follows the formula. Stands out from the crowd. Great stuff. So yeah, that's going to be the second half of the show. Less of me talking, more music. It's a great formula. Unfortunately, I'm not going to follow it as much in the next two parts, where we're going to definitely look at more singular tracks, so I'm going to have to talk a little bit more. Sorry about that. But uh, I think you're going to enjoy the next two episodes as well, if you enjoyed this one, and I hope you did. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back next month with more Canucksploitation horror. Cheers, guys.
Thank you for listening to Blood on the Tracks. For other episodes of this podcast, as well as our main podcast, They Must Be Destroyed on Sight, please visit us at tmbdos.podbean.com. Thank you. Drive through.